guys, welcome back to episode three, three of the Soul Runner podcast. So we are very excited to be here as always. Thank you, Jesus. Thank um, you. Listen, we the devil has been trying. Paul trying. He's been trying. Yeah, but he will not prevail in Jesus' name. Amen. You see that video of Jason Momoa where they're like, he's like, I do not have that information right now, but I will do everything in my power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so random when i just thought of that it was like somebody was like oh when my friend asks me about something in the bible that i don't know about yeah and he's like i do not have the information but i will do everything i'm going to find that for you um that was so random that i just had to share but he has been trying it lately not jason no more the devil (laughs) the devil has has been trying yeah he just doesn't want this podcast to succeed but what god spoke and what god's plans are they will come to fruition and I feel like we're both being attacked in different ways. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we are just going through some trials and tribulations to just even get this podcast to you. So mm-hmm. if you are watching right now, please give it a thumbs up so that it keeps reaching more people. Not because me. I don't care about how many thumbs up are on the video, honestly. Mm-hmm. You take that up with Jesus if you don't <laughs> like it. Um, but, oh my God, it's been so rough. So, in the middle of, or actually at the end of editing our last episode, um, right when I go to check the footage, like just to kind of do like one final sweep through, half the footage is missing. Mm -hmm. It's deleted. And the parts that I did edit, some of them are not there. And when I was trying to fix it, like I couldn't get it all to line up. Mm -hmm. So... I was like having very bad anxiety, like severe anxiety where I was literally like crying because mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? Like I've filmed YouTube videos for so long and I've never had this much problems. Yeah. And I've filmed like I've edited videos on like old computers. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no reason why it should be this hard yeah and it was just mysteriously disappearing yes like even how i told you yesterday like the logins and stuff it mysteriously disappeared out of my phone and then trying to sign us up for apple Podcasts, and that wasn't even going through i tried like five times and it said what did it say i even took a screenshot of it it says your request could not be completed at this time I don't know if you guys can see this. Can you guys see that? I'll put it on the screen. Yeah. <clears throat> that is just that is just so crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I had to God specifically told me because I was like, as I was crying, I said, you know what? I stop. I'm not gonna sit here and cry cry about this. I was like, that that's what the devil wants. He wants me to be like, oh, you know, in shambles crying. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give up. But I was like, I'm not gonna do that. So I literally prayed and I said, God, I surrender to you right now. I give it all to you. All the anxiety, all the worry is it's yours. Just give me peace and show me what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. And I heard God say, start over. And I was like, start over. Yeah. And at first I was like, I don't want to start over. That's a lot. So I tried to like make the the clips like sync up and Mm -hmm. I couldn't, nothing was working. Oh my God. It was so bad. So, um, I had to like start over in this one part. So I was as I was fixing that one area, I had to load. <clears throat> as it was loading, I felt like this need to look up a YouTube video and like just look at like, okay, how can I edit on Premiere Pro? So I YouTube the video and the first video that pops up is how to edit a podcast on Premiere Pro. And I was like, okay, well, just here. Yeah. So I pull that video up, I watch it, and it was he explained it so well the directions he gave such clear directions and what he had showed to do made my editing so much faster so i did it all in in the night i know all day Mm -hmm. every time i called you you were editing yes i was up from like sunday night like so this happened at around like 10 ish when Mm -hmm. i went to like do a final sweep through because I was going to prep the upload for the next day. Mm-hmm. That's when everything was missing. So I was up till 3 a.m. trying to fix it. I went to sleep. I woke up at like 8 and then or eight, or 8 or 9. And then I 
spent the rest of the day editing. Yeah. And now the video is up. And it made it, I literally made it up at 11.50. 11.50 last night. Monday. Oh. And Monday is our upload days. Yeah. So 11.50, I just made it. <laughs> By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Because you were saying it's going to go up tonight. Yeah. It's going to go up tonight. And I was like, we're not going to, it's not going to be up tomorrow. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. So I made it happen. Amen. Through God. Through Christ, I can do all things. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. To yeah. God. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was also going through a lot too. Like, like I said, we both okay. were going through our different trials in a different way. But I'm not going to get into it. Um, I feel like God's telling me no right now. Mm-hmm. But Eventually, there was like temptations that. You had to old habits that I had to overcome. And yeah. Good for you. Yeah, to recognize those things. Oh, but thank you, Jesus. Amen. Because mm-hmm. God is good. Mm-hmm. That whole situation really just showed me how faithful God is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we both cried. We both cried. We both. Cried. I, I haven't cried like that in a while. Like, I couldn't stop crying. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry I can't stop crying. Yeah. Just, God is just so good. And I feel like I still am being attacked because they, I feel like the devil is still putting those thoughts in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. Well, you still did it. So, but I mean, at the end of it, God came in and saved the day. So, yeah, yeah. honestly, and we will live victorious. Yeah. See, there's a lot of moments like that where the devil tries to like make you feel like, mm-hmm. like even with like me, like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to put up with me? Yeah. You know, and then for you, it's like, oh my gosh, like, but you still did that. Yes. You know. Yeah. No, but we we rebuke that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's one of the, the things I always have to do. I have to be like, you know what? No, stop. Yeah. Stop. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not playing this game with the devil. I know exactly where that thought came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take it captive and make it obedient to Christ. Because that is not what God says about mm-hmm. me. And God did not tell me to do this podcast so I can give up after episode two. Yeah. And I feel like the last service, mm-hmm. I feel like it... it they they talked about that for a reason. Like waking up to a new day is like a, a new start. Mm-hmm. Right? God doesn't look back in the past and stuff like that. So I had I had to be reminded. Like last night I did my devotions and stuff. I didn't even go into my Bible where I left off. I actually opened a pamphlet from service and I was studying that. Amen. Yeah. So I was going through like I do what I want to do, but I don't do. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. What is that? It's Romans four. Um, Romans seven, seven, eleven, yeah. and twelve, or something. Um, it, what is it? Romans, Romans seven. I think it was seven to twenty-one. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And that very confusing. Oh my god! I had to read it like three times. No, so tell them what happened. So, <laughs> Pastor Russell um was preaching last um last Sunday's service and. He, at the end, he brought up the verse, Romans chapter 7, verse 7 to 21. And let me, (laughs) there was just this one part where it was so confusing. Starting from verse 15. So it was from 7 to 21, but verse 15 was when I was like, okay, what? But it says, for I don't understand what I am doing, for I do not do what I want. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I do what I don't want, I agree that the law is good. But now it is no longer for me doing it, the sin that lives in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me that is my flesh. For I want to do the good, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but I do the very evil I do not want. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer me doing it, but sin that lives in me. (laughs) And there was this, there was this moment and pastor russell said i want you guys to close your eyes for this verse because i want this verse to come alive so we have our eyes closed right and then i'm listening and then there was one part where he was like stuttering and then he was like for i do what i want to do but i don't do what i want and i'm just like so confused and then at the end he was like i know this sounds very confusing you guys probably gonna have to go home and go read that verse again 
because I was so confused. But I felt like I knew the concept of it. But I was just like, what? Especially when you said he stuttered and he was like, I do it. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait, wait. And your eyes are closed. So you're like, yeah, and then our friend, our friend Faith is was also there, right? And then she texts us, uh, she texts us that night, and she sends us the verse, and she said, "Oh, and he was reading this. I felt this in my chest." And then <laughs> I told Gabby about what happened, and Gabby was like, "Of course, Faith would understand." <laughs> in, her, in her Delulu world. <laughs> It was just so funny because, like, we always, like, we always say this thing where Faith is in Dululu Lala. Yeah. So we feel like her brain plays elevator music all yeah. day. And she even says that. Like, this is not just, like, we're saying it. Like, yeah. she says it, too. And it's just so funny because when I told, I called Faith and I was like, yeah, Michelle told me that she was like, yeah. and then you're like, that hit me in my chest. <laughs> And then we were just laughing because she was like, he's he's speaking my Delulu. Yeah. And I was like, of course she understood yeah. it. Oh, my God. I that was a good one, though. I was serving, so I didn't attend service. And yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. But I want to go back and watch that service. That was a good one. It was really good because... <laughs> just that's so funny. <laughs> what, what I finally understood, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understand now. Yeah. When I was reading it, I was like, oh, this is a hard one to read. Yeah. I do not understand what I do for I do not for I do for what I want I to do. I do not do but what I hate to do. Wait, what I hate I do. See, so it's yeah. so hard to It's hard. So Oh my god. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. Well that one has a lot of I do what I do not. Yeah. I'm like, Paul, what were you yeah. thinking when you were writing this? Paul was in Delulu when he yeah. was writing this. Paul was in Delulu. Um, oh. that's just freaking hilarious. <laughs> so what is what is your verse today? Oh, my verse today, and I placed it. So we're doing um our verse of the week every week. So my verse is First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse four, and it's love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Mm. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. Yes. So tell me, how does that it doesn't not just <laughs> i just okay so i like there's like this trending like video going around where they're like um on the phone right they're pretending on the phone with god and they're like lord when you said love is patient love is kind it does not envy does not both did you mean either or <laughs> or both and they're like both <laughs> all right because i thought it was a pig one <laughs> and um Love is patient, love is kind. I feel like that is just one that's always like well known. But mm -hmm. I think for me, I just always have to remember patience is something that I struggle with. Yeah. And I don't necessarily struggle with kindness, but because I struggle with patience, it hinders my kindness. Mm -hmm. So especially when it comes to like my relationship with Kael, I have to be very patient with like him and just the ways that we're different because mm. Kael is so amazing to me and he's so supportive that I never want to make him feel like I don't appreciate him mm -hmm. and how I can show him that I appreciate him is by being patient with him and being kind and also just in the little ways like paying attention to what he wants and um, what he needs and what makes him what makes him happy and feel valued mm -hmm. so those are just yeah that's just something that I have to like practice yeah like it, it does not boast. It say it's also not proud. Yeah, yeah. It is not proud. So it's also hard too when they they had a bad day at work and then they come home and then you know they have an attitude and you're like, how was work? Is everything okay? And they just don't answer you. Yeah, they're like, good. Yeah. And you're like, what's the matter? Nothing. And they're like giving you the cold shoulder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, so what's your problem? <laughs> yeah. 
what I went through to you. Exactly. But I have to remember that. Like, it's not anything that I did. It's, mm-hmm. He's just having a bad day. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like guys, they have a hard time opening up to, you know, and that's something that I had to accept too. That, mm-hmm. yeah, he always also has a hard time expressing his feelings or expressing his thoughts or, yeah. They're just all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my verse today is James 1, chapter 19. So it says, understand this. My dear brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Oh, um, when Kiai and I would get into an argument, right? We used to do this thing where we'd have to keep throwing shots at each other. Mm-hmm. Like back and forth, back and forth. Whoever has the last say wins, right? And when I felt like I wasn't getting my point across or when I felt like I was losing the argument, my voice would raise and I would start yelling. And he'd be like, why are you yelling? I'm right here. Why are you yelling? And we, and then after that, it just starts, we just start yelling at each other and it gets nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the night, we forget about what we were arguing about. You know, so I had to learn how to listen to what he's saying and sometimes this is something that he knows he has to work on too but sometimes he would say things and it would hurt my feelings and I used to just yeah yeah you like say that but and then I would come to him and attack him Mm -hmm. but now I'm just like okay I'll take it like I'll just take it I'll listen I'll be quiet I'll let you talk but when it's my turn to talk I want you to listen to me and not not um interrupt what I say and stuff like that. And then I notice our tables switch. He starts getting like like antsy. He gets he grabs his beat and he's like <laughs> and like getting more angry and I can see like his temper building and I'm just like I'm just trying to talk to you. Like I'm not even yelling at you. Why are you yelling at me? I'm just trying to talk to you. I'm just trying to have a conversation. And he did express to me before, like, my attitude towards him was getting really bad. And I feel like when we, you know, when we live together for so long, you tend to get comfortable, right? You tend to get comfortable. So you don't talk to each other anytime and, like, call each other names or, like, yell at each other just cause. Mm -hmm. Or just, you just get snappy because you just get comfortable. And I realized... He was just telling me, like, the way that you speak to me, like, I don't appreciate. Like, I feel like I'm not respected and stuff like that. So I had to change the way I speak to him. And it's not even just, you know, when we're arguing. It's literally every day. Like, when he comes home, I'll ask him, hi, babe. How was your day? How was your day at work? How was work? You know? And he'd be like, oh, it's good. Instead of him coming home, I before he used to sit in his truck and just chill when he get home, he would sit there for like half an hour, and I'll be peeking out the window. What is he doing? And he'd come inside. I'm like, what you doing? Why are you sitting outside your car? Who are you just talking to? And he'd be like, bro, I just had a long day. I cannot just relax before I come inside the house. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, but why? Why are you sitting inside? What you don't? You know, like come home to me. What? You're not in a rush to come home to me. And he'd be like, I just had a long day. I just wanted like some time alone. Or he could be on the phone with his friends. You know. We think that like we solved their problem. Yeah. We're like, I would tell all your sadness. Yeah. But like <laughs> what would you do without me? <laughs> if, only, if only like we really knew that we actually add yeah. to a lot of their stress. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much it was affecting him. Because he didn't know how to say it to me without hurting me, I guess, or without making me feel little. And he sent me this video one day. It was of a sermon of a husband and wife. Um, And he sent it to me and he said, this explains a lot about how I'm feeling because I don't know how to put it in words. So the way the the wife said it, she said that... um, I, I actually sent you the video too. Yes. And she said something like, um, 
Well, submitting to your husband. So. Yeah. Like the way we believe that submitting to our husbands is literally just um, doing everything what he says, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what it is. Submitting to your husband is respecting him, even if you don't, and not, 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 I would say even if you don't feel respected, but even on his worst, even on his worst days. Um, and I feel like a lot of, Females now in this generation are scared of marriage because of that verse for a reason. Submit to your husband, right? And she also said that the way you speak to your husbands, it's either going to break them down or you're going to speak life into them. Mm-hmm. And when you speak to them in that way, like, oh, you didn't take out the trash today. Like, you're so lazy. What, you're not going to do anything. Like, you don't do anything around the house. Not realizing they probably just go out and work and provide for the family too, and from what I what I've heard, I've have I have females in like uh, female friends that's in like the carpentry industry and stuff like that. They said it's hard, like it's so hard because they have to also keep up with the guys and working in the sun all day. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard, and we don't realize that. Yeah, all they they go out and work and provide for the family and stuff. It doesn't mean that they're home and wanting to do nothing. Maybe they just want to just relax and whatnot, right? And yeah, the way she explained it to me, she was just like, the way you speak to them will affect them. And that night, I actually was, uh, that day, I actually cried to Gabby. And (laughs) Gabby was like, I don't want you to be mad at me. I don't want you to feel like I'm picking sides, but um, I hear how crazy you talk to him. And that is something that, that you need to work on and stuff. Like she spoke to me with with love and kindness, right? And that made me realize like I had to sit there and I had to like process and I had to think like, wow, I really do speak to him kind of crazy. Like, I would answer the phone and he'd be like, oh, what do you say? I'd be like, why? And he's he just asking a simple, innocent question. Yeah. <laughs> you guys oh, used to talk I. to each other, like, so rough. And I, I was like, is that because is that your thing? Like, yeah. you guys just talk crazy? And you're like, yeah, that's our thing. And I was like, yeah. And they'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Okay, bye. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's like a lot. And I noticed that my attitude started to change. His attitude started to change towards me. That was like when we first like started to become friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way he started treating me was different. Um, I would do like little simple stuff too. Like, like yeah, when he would come home, I'd ask him, how was your day and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like um, when he does something for me, I'll tell him, thank you, baby. Like that, even though it's something small, mm-hmm. it still meant a lot. Yeah. And sometimes it's something big to them. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they're like really tired. So they mm-hmm. just, you know, they took out the trash or like they watched, like for Kael, like it's like he watched a baby for me, mm-hmm. you know, so I could do something. And it was just like an hour. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm like, thank you for watching the baby. And of course, like people are going to be like, that's his kid. So he's not babysitting. Yeah. But like, my son always wants to be with me. Mm-hmm. So when Kael takes him from me, it's a huge relief. So even the little things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Telling them thank you for that is huge. Mm-hmm. It does a lot for them. It makes them feel very appreciated. Because mm-hmm. they work so hard. Yeah. They really do. And I think as females, you know, it's it's not talked about enough that we need to stop pointing the finger at our other half. We need to stop pointing the finger at them and saying they're not doing something and look at like what are we not doing. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times there is stuff that we're doing wrong too even though we may be innocent in the whole situation there's a lot that we can do to make our relationship better and appreciate our partners better because the same thing like what you said when i started treating kael better kael started treating me better Mm -hmm. and only god can do that god can change your heart to make their heart change because you did this too, and I did this a lot, where I would pray and I'd be like, God, change Kyle's heart because yes. something's wrong with his heart. Yes. And God changed my heart first. And I was like, no, no, not me. Go fix him. Yeah. And when God really fixed me, Kyle 
He's so amazing. Yeah. What role are we playing in this mm-hmm. problem? Like, was it so necessary for me to complain to him about my feelings when he came home after it was it's more than an eight hour day right considering traffic so like a 10 12 hour day mm-hmm. they were in the hot sun all day they're probably getting yelled at their boss about something stupid and then they come home and we're like nagging them you know it just makes them feel like smaller and mm-hmm. smaller and smaller and i mean i'm not a wife yet but like one of my goals is to like do my best to submit to Kyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be dominant over Kyle. I'm the neck that turns the head. And Kyle listens to like a lot of the input that I have. And he never like makes me feel little. So why would I make him feel little? Yeah. So I think women in today's time, like we all just have to do better about appreciating our men and the hard work that they put in to providing for the families, especially stay-at-home moms. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And yeah, he didn't take out the trash or yeah, he didn't wash the dishes or yeah, I, I went to like do a makeup gig. I came back and the house is a mess, but are the bills paid? Then he did his job. Yeah. Then he did his job. And honestly, I don't expect him to do much more. I mean, I always ask him for help, especially when it comes to Noah, like watching the baby is not an option. Yeah. But like cleaning the house is not a priority Mm -hmm. for me to make sure that he does because he works mm-hmm. and I, I mean i'm not providing like he's providing mm-hmm. so imagine if he was to tell me like oh how come you're not providing because i don't have a job mm-hmm. so women just have to be more respectful of their men and like appreciate them mm-hmm. don't be afraid to submit to your man you know like women are like in and i don't want to say all women but in today's time a lot of women can be like oh we don't submit to men yeah all this like you know this i don't know i don't want to call it like yeah and like i don't need a man Mm -hmm. yeah you don't need a man but god gave us a man so that we can be like stronger together yeah and yeah it's and it's not only about the things that he can buy you it's about the support that he provides Mm -hmm. you you know and the support that you provide him everybody needs someone Mm -hmm. so i just try to do my best about appreciating Kyle and loving on him he's probably yeah. gonna watch <laughs> and he's gonna be like you supporting you supporting yeah. me yeah I am yeah. I am supporting you yeah. yeah especially when it comes to Kiari too I just recently learned that I was very pushy with him with coming to church like why don't you come to church I want you to come to church and he's just like oh but the ahi's biting I gotta go fishing but in reality was he really going fishing he was staying home or like he would go to his friend's house and whatever. But I came to realize that like, I have to work on my journey with God and then God will work on him. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm, if I'm going to keep focusing on Kiai and um, forcing him to go to church and not really focusing on my journey, then what's the sense of me going to church? Mm-hmm. What's the sense of me going with God when I'm so focused on pushing him to go to church? Wow. Yeah. That's very big for you to say. Yeah, because I was just like, I just, like, like you said, like my prayers. And I just, I just want you to change his heart and like um, help him to be more selfless and transform him and stuff like that. But I felt like God was saying, but I'm trying to work on you. I'm trying to work on your heart. I'm trying to transform you. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps getting right in here. When my walk is closer and stronger with God, that's going to inspire Kiahi to mm-hmm. go to church. And one of his friends actually called him Bronson. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, they were on the phone when he came home. And um, I heard him ask Kiahi, Oh, so what? Do you go to church? You go to church too? And then I heard Kiahi, No, only Michelle can go to church pretty soon, like one day. And he looked at me, he's like, I said one day. I and I just two. like looked at him and just like, okay, whatever. Because yeah, like at the end of the day already, I'm just trying to focus on my relationship with God. Yes. And I've already seen how much God has worked into my life, you know, especially the blessing that he given me yesterday. Like I've already, I've already seen how much God can work into my life. Yeah. And 
yeah, that's that's what I'm just focused on and trying to focus on being a better girlfriend or trying to focus on um him preparing me to be a wife. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been together for what almost eleven years. And I always complain, not one ring. Eleven years, but not one ring. But I know that God has been trying to prepare me to become that wife that he wants me to be. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna prepare Kiaya too to be the husband. I mean, I'm sure that he already is a husband that he wants him to be. He already provides, you know, he gives me um he gives me whatever that I need if I ask and he takes care of me. And yeah. Like he already he's already doing what the, what a husband should do. Right. But I'm always complaining like oh, I always gotta wash clothes. I always gotta cook dinner. I always gotta I always gotta do the dishes. But But you get everything you want. I get everything yeah. that I want. And I mean if I want to be the wife and the mother that I that I pray to be, that's what a mother should do, right? That's mm-hmm. what a wife should be. The wife should be um the one taking care of the house. Yes. And the kids and stuff like that while the husband is providing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be equally yoked, right? Yeah. When, when it's exactly. when it's time to be, be married. You shouldn't just marry just because you're trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. You want to be married because you want to... You need to be equally yoked first. You both have to love God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, when I was, like, telling you, like, oh, you got to, like, take it easy on Kiahi and stop pushing him to go to church. Because that's, like, many different reasons. But one of them being... If you force Kiahi to go to church, you're forcing him to go to church. You're not making him have a relationship with God. Yeah. So going to church is gonna that's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Going to church doesn't solve your problems. That actually refuels your spiritual battery. But if you have no spiritual life, then there's church is doing nothing for you. You're just yeah. going because you're going. And like when you were talking to me about it, and then I was like, you just gotta stop forcing him. Yeah. You know, because Kael, like I I just never forced him to go because when he was ready he would pursue a relationship with god and like i just saw that in you too and i was like then you know just bring it up yeah but that's what you need to you need like not only do you need a solid partner but you need good community yeah like you need people that are going to point that out to you because if i wasn't a good friend i would just let you keep forcing yeah and you know i it would have trailed down to he goes to church but he doesn't have a relationship with god Mm -hmm. all this stuff and he's gonna stop going it's gonna reset all over mm-hmm. then you might stop going one day you know it's better to just bring that up to the people that you love if you see them doing something that you feel like you can help you know not like run your life but you know just a little input yeah a little sprinkle yeah of my input yeah but yeah that's a really good point that you bring up that you're like i gotta wash the clothes i gotta i feel like i can do a lot better job at doing things around the house mm-hmm. i think i get kind of like stagnant sometimes like i'll have moments where i'm like really on it and then i have other times where like i'm really tired mm-hmm. because like being a mom weighs a lot on me sometimes and i was like talking to you about this about how i just feel so overwhelmed sometimes and how my brain will do this thing where i'm like oh but you gotta wash your clothes and you gotta wash your dishes but the baby's crying the baby wants food so you gotta go make your food do you have time no he made a mess okay yeah you can use mess oh did i you know like my own personal work when i'm like I gotta edit this video. I gotta reply his email. I gotta get. It. And I have. Oh, did you pay this credit card? Did that credit card? Oh my god! I gotta ask her for money for this credit card. You know. So it's like this. These things that like just take over me as like as a mom. That it's just so hard sometimes to just step away and be like, okay, God, I just trust you. Like, just take away all these, like, crazy, overwhelming thoughts, mm-hmm. and just help me to organize my thoughts because I trust that you'll provide. But it's just a struggle. But I try to do my best to like make sure that I keep like a good house for Kael because mm-hmm. I want him to come home to, you know, a nice house. But I actually heard this study that they said um, a study was done that shows when men come home to a messy house, their cortisol level doesn't drop or increase. They're, they're not affected by mess. Mm-hmm. Their cortisol level increases or drops i can't remember which one but and i don't even know if it's cortisol i could be saying the wrong thing <laughs> but their love their yeah their levels increase when they're told to clean something oh mm-hmm. 
but women have a hard time functioning in a messy environment. Yeah. But their cortisol levels are not increased or decreased when they're asked to clean. So it just goes to show like how God literally made us equal yeah. for each other. So like, but I think I take that too far sometimes <laughs> because I'm like, the house is messy. He doesn't even care. I know he doesn't care. The study was done. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to be miserable. Still cleaning the house. Yeah. But men are not affected by mess. Yeah. I mean, not all men. I'm sure there's some men out there, but for the most part, they're not affected by mess. Yeah, he's definitely not. Like, for me, I was raised to my mom is my mom is like a clean freak, right? So I was raised to um I was raised to do my bed every morning, clean my room every morning, right? And Kiahi I was I was cleaning in the room one day and I said, Can you just like go outside for an hour while I clean the room or like make the bed and stuff like that? And he's like, I don't know why you're gonna make the bed. We're only gonna sleep in it anyway. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I was raised that way. You know, we were raised. I, have, we were raised, like, I just have to. I don't have an explanation. Yeah, we were raised differently. Like, I, I don't know. It's something about Filipinos. Like, we, we got to clean. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just like, I just, you know, I just would want a clean bed. Like, I just was raised that way. I need to clean the room. I need to make my bed. I need to make sure everything is tidy and where it's, where it's at and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I got to make sure everything is organized and put away and um one day me and mom was sitting down in the dining room and um she was just like oh you didn't make your bed today and I'm just like well we're only gonna sleep in it anyway so I gotta clean my room and then she said wouldn't you want to lay or end your day someplace where it's clean and organized and your mind just Instead of your mind running, you can just relax mm. on like an area that's clean and organized. And she said, the way that your room looks is exactly how your mind looks. Yes. And, and I've seen my like, room. And I sat there and I was like, huh. And then I brought that up to Kiai. He was like, my mind is not messy. So I'm like, well, thanks to me because I'd be cleaning the room. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They do say that like, how your house looks, how your car looks, how yeah. your room looks is a reflection of how your mind your looks. Your mind looks, And yeah. if you, you've seen my house, my room, my car, <laughs> and so you understand my mind. Girl, your mind, you all kinds of stuff going my on mind in there. chaotic. <laughs> I think, like, I know, I noticed, though, like, the, the, the more in tune I get with God, the more time I make to, like, clean my house. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, weird. You would never think, like, Stopping to read your Bible before you clean actually gives you motivation to clean. to clean. Yeah. Because it's not just what's said in the Bible. It's just that that time with God mm-hmm. makes you feel so fueled and so energetic. And it also makes you feel like you want to take care mm-hmm. of this space that he's given to you. And what your mom said is like such a good point that like there have been times where like my room is spotless and clean. And I just go lay down and I just feel so relaxed. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, my mom just, she loves to clean. Like, you, you've seen how sparkly and shiny the tiles are. I'm home. surprised it looks like that all the time. All the time. And when How she, often does she clean the floors? I feel like every two weeks. And she, like, what, what waxes them or something? No, she just mops them. And I don't know what she, she mops does. it with a regular mop and she just... You know the one that spins? The one that oh, you yeah, have to, yeah, like, yeah. pump. Yeah, that one. And, and that's it? That's it. I don't know what she puts in there because she told me, okay, she told me to put soap, water, vinegar, vinegar, and um, I forget what else she said. She must put like pine salt or something. Probably. So. Or Windex. Yeah. Because floors are really shiny. Yeah. So she went to the Philippines last year and she told me to mop the floors. And I mopped the floors. I'm like, how does she get it so shiny? Because it was very matte and you can see the streaks on my floors. So I... I mopped all day. Like, okay, the first layer was like soap, vinegar. And then the second layer was just water. The third layer was just water because it was just not coming off. And then she comes home from the Philippines. And this is like maybe like a couple of days later. She comes home and she's like, did you even mop? 
And they said, yes, I spent all day mopping. And I was like, I don't know how you get your floors so like shiny and clean. Because I couldn't. I couldn't. Does it take her all day or no? Just like no. an hour. It takes her maybe like she starts at 10 and finishes at noon. Yes. And I'm just like, I don't know how she does it. But it, I feel like it's because when she worked at Singapore, she worked as a Nania. So she was actually working for like those rich families where they had like, she told me that um, one of her other uh, place that she lived in Singapore, Singapore, the family that lived there, um, the guy collected art, like, like thousands and thousands of dollars of art and their house is like spotless and they have a lot of antiques and um like glass figures and stuff like how how i do at home so i feel like that's where my mom got her inspiration from was from when she was working at singapore and that's what she did was clean their house make sure the kids were fed um clean their room and stuff and that's what my mom does to this day oh my god yeah because your guys' floor is sparkling. There's no footprints. There's no streaks. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when I'm sitting on the couch, I'm looking out the front door because the light is shining in. And I'm just like, that tile is, like, Glass. disgustingly sparkling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody always says that. That's the first thing they point out when it comes to my house. It, I wonder how she keeps it. Like, what is she putting on there? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to ask her because I don't want to te- make her teach me all because, <laughs> girl, when she moves back home, I don't know. What I want to start doing around my house is I want to start making like a checklist or something mm-hmm. or like on my calendar because you see I've been using my calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, just like set aside a day to clean one area of the house and then just do that all month long. Yeah. Instead of trying to do like 20 different things at once, just like the so bathrooms, yeah. two of the bathrooms, just clean them really good top to bottom and that's it yeah for that day just focus on one and then the next day i can do something else if i'm working that day i can you know extend it to another day because like my life is so like unpredictable i don't know if i'm gonna be working that Mm -hmm. day i get like last minute clients but Mm -hmm. i yeah i i want to like try to be more organized about my house that's going to be another goal i'm gonna add that to my vision board um about what i want to do this year because like, God blessed us with this house. You yeah. Know? And I really want to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and do that. Um, but on the topic of God, well, the whole topic is God. But this is a great way for me to segue into what God told me. See, I was talking about oh, work. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about work. Right? Yeah. So I've been struggling lately to find a babysitter, mm-hmm. which is so weird because I've never struggled to find a babysitter. Because there's a lot of people I can ask and nobody can. So I um, I have a gig on the second. It's at 530 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like struggling to find a babysitter for it. And I'm like, what am I going to do if I can't find a sitter? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So I um, was just like kind of praying about it. And God told me i was staring at my calendar when i heard god say stop taking appointments what yeah and then i was like what and then i just kind of like ignored it and then i was like that's not like god and i hear god say why do you think you're having a hard time finding a babysitter and i was like i don't know and he's like because i want you to stop taking appointments wait why and i was like huh and i'm just so confused right and i know it's god's voice because it's like i just know i can Mm -hmm. feel it i know it's god and like the devil can plant thoughts in your head to do stuff but he can't have a conversation with you yeah right in in your mind so i know that it's god because he's answering my questions and i'm like why and i he i heard him say read your bible so i open my bible and reading there's nothing Mm-hmm. and i was reading through songs and let me just like briefly i i highlighted some things like something mm-hmm. stood out but like there was nothing like crazy so um it says okay one thing that i highlighted that i thought was interesting is psalm 63 9 is it 63 65 9 you care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. 
So I was like, okay. And then I highlighted 6610 for you, God, test us. And then I highlighted 12. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. So it keeps referencing abundance. And there's another one that said something about take refuge. Oh, it says, I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. That was another thing. Um, you reward everyone according to what they have done. Do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Um, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I would never be shaken. So all of these things, they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying trust God. And it's like referring to like God will, God provides abundance. And all of these things, right? So I'm like, there's no way you could be telling me not to take appointments. Because you called me to do this. So why would you tell me to stop taking appointments? And I heard God say, wait on the why. And I was like, what? And then I hear him say, take off the forms link. What? I want to cry. <laughs> okay, don't cry. What? And I was like, that's like your whole, your that's calling my, that he gave you. That's my job. Yes. So, your job, your source of income. So I was like, why? Why are you being cruel? And I didn't really cry when I heard, when I, when it was happening. But now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, what it? What is God saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I heard him say to take off the forms link and unsubscribe to the subscription to forms because you got to pay, right? Yeah. He told me to unsubscribe to it and delete the forms link off my app. And I said, can I put message or message me to inquire? He said, yeah. But he said, don't take any appointments. Mm. He said, don't take any appointments out of the studio is what he said. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Girl. And I, I mean, I get little to no appointments now. What about when it comes to like going to the studio? That's why I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a part of me felt like he was giving me an okay to go to um, the photo shoot, the, mm -hmm. the photography studio. Um, but I also felt like he told me not to do any more weddings. No more. Not even with Faith. And I didn't tell Faith this yet. So she can find out with this podcast if she watches it. Wow. And is that like, why you is that why even on the 30th next week you can't go because there's no babysitter because God is not giving you a babysitter. Yeah. So that he said that to me after I texted you guys because I had already tried to find a sitter for it. But I'm just like I don't know why God is doing this to me when it comes to work. I feel like I'm literally scrounging for work. But I know, like, in my heart, I truly know that God, and I understand that God is faithful. And this is just something that he wants me to do to prepare me for something else. And he doesn't want me to keep my heart set on um, getting being busy with appointments mm -hmm. because he's calling me to something. But I just don't know what it is. And that's the part that scares me. Mm. And uh, yeah. So that's what I had to literally take the form. So it's not on my, my Instagram anymore. It's gone. He just took it off this morning. Last night. Oh my God. Wow. So I feel like God was saying like, I'm going to get you a babysitter for the second. But after that, no more. I feel like these are one of the moments or one of the times that you have to learn how to trust God or even if we don't understand wow I'm just I just thought that this is going to be the year of like I get a lot of bookings yeah 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 
So I don't know. What, what if you're just trying to put your focus on like the podcast? And I mean, maybe, but I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you if I could guess what he's doing because I feel so thrown off by all of it. And yeah, I just want to cry thinking about it now, but I'm not going to. It's just, it's so confusing. I'm so confused. Mm -hmm. But he said to wait on the why. And God is always faithful, so he'll tell me why later. Yeah. I'll, on my vision board, one of my goals, um, or one of my prayers actually was for this new year was to have more moments where I can sit back and say, wow, that was God. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's, kind of what's happening. Yeah. Because, and at first, so right when I'm about to delete the forms subscription, right? I'm, my finger is hovering over cancel subscription. And I'm like, I don't think God is saying this to me. And I heard, yes, I am. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cancel. And I go and take it off. So on my bio site, it's only my Venmo and cash out and the giveaway. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to cry when like everyone is getting appointments and clients and I'm just here waiting. Well, maybe <clears throat> you can only take, well, at least you can only take in-studio clients. Yeah, so if they're going to come to me, if they message me and they ask to come to the studio, I can take them. Yeah, because there are other makeup artists who have kids that I know that can only take in-studio clients because they don't have a babysitter and they have a hard time yeah. finding a babysitter. It's a very underrated thing, like, not having a baby. I don't think anybody truly understands how hard that is to not have a babysitter. Mm -hmm. Because my my two options are bring him with me, and my other option is to cancel. And bringing him with me, oh, man. I can barely carry my kit, like, let alone bring him, lug him through a hotel together. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know what God is doing, but I do have to. I do have to talk to Faith about yeah. it. So, well, regardless of the circumstances, I am excited to see what He has, what He's doing. planned for you. Yeah, I feel like you get to watch. Like you get first, like yeah. seating to like the crazy thing that God does in my life. Yeah, the crazy things He says to me that like you're like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, I have no idea. And then we see it come, and you're like, oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But like, you see that the the how hard it was for yeah. me to go through that, you know. Yeah. So I feel like God, on honest, honestly, in my heart, I truly believe that I I want to be obedient to God, mm -hmm. whatever He wants, mm -hmm. even if it means not doing makeup. I try to cry and sing those words. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Even saying those words. Because it's something that I love doing so much, but I do, I love it more than God knows. Yeah. And that's just like, I believe in my heart that I really, really want to be obedient to God. So I'm going to. And I, I think that God sees that. Mm -hmm. He sees that I want to be obedient to Him. So He's, you know. And you, okay. And so yesterday afternoon, um, I got the majority of the podcast like you know kind of going in and stuff like that and i was just telling god like thank you god thank you god. Oh, yeah. and i heard god say you're welcome just remember to trust me yeah and he was like i want you to always trust me and i knew he wasn't talking about the podcast i knew he was talking about something else mm. i knew he wasn't referring to the podcast and he just kept saying like the the phrase trust in the lord with all your heart kept coming to mind and when I hear God say, trust me, I'm like, oh, he's about to take me through something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's about to send me, send me through it. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And so he's, he said that earlier in the day. And then that night I hear, don't take any more appointments, specifically weddings too. I cannot do any more weddings until he says I can. Oh. Why? So I could do like a bridesmaid in studio yeah. and stuff like that, but I can't go on site. Like, yeah. And that's where we always, that's where we always work together. That's where all too. the money is. Yeah. I mean, I said, like, I don't feel like I'm being called to the wedding field, the wedding, you know, industry. But 
you know, I'll do it for now because it's it's good work. Yeah, so I don't know, but I wanted to tell you that. Wow. Damn, we spend a lot of time at weddings or like doing glam. And there's one that I'm supposed to do with her already, so I don't. I gotta pray and ask God. Who am I gonna tell? Like, if somebody needs a referral, who am I gonna go to now? Because faith is always booked. You're literally my like my go to. But you can go to Gabby. She just takes in studio clients. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm excited. I mean. As as hard it, as it is to say, it's so exciting. Yeah. <sighs> I'm pregnant. I'm going to do Watch your mouth. <laughs> I did hear the Holy Spirit tell me during Seek Week, though, that I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> no, I swear. Ooh. And I was like, me? You talking to me? Do you kids, you're going to get pregnant. It could be that. And I literally woke up one morning out of my sleep and I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it was so random. It could be that. Wow. I don't know. I have no idea. Abundance. A bundle of joy. <laughs> you better shut your face. You better shut your face. <laughs> Oh man, you imagine I'm struggling now and going through it even more. Yeah. But I don't know if, the, if they're talking about this year, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just heard the Holy Spirit say that. And I was like, okay, thank you mm-hmm. for letting me know. I was like, please make sure I'm married first. So yeah. I can be doing this correctly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what comes of it. It's exciting. As scary as it is, it's exciting. <sighs> the more I like let the thought settle in of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm going to be the poster child of like, let go, let God. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I really feel like I'm going to be the poster child for that. Because I really feel like God is going to use me to be like, you know, an, uh, an example of like, I just really trusted God. Because mm-hmm. even in this, even though I'm like kind of bummed, I'm like, do I, not that it's a bad thing to any of the artists that do this, because it's, it's good work. Mm-hmm. But do I personally, do I want to be chasing clients for the rest of my time? Exactly. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I really would love to be like working in the makeup industry. Like, I don't know, maybe doing something makeup related, but not necessarily booking clients. Yeah. So maybe that's what God is preparing me for. Wow. If I um, if I do like, one day I did like three on-site clients and one in studio, I made more money than Kael did in like three days. <laughs> and I was like, "You gonna be eating my bacon?" <laughs> and Kael was like, "Oh yeah, that's more money." He's like, "What you made off that one person is more money than I make in a day." In a day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "And I made that in an hour." Mm-hmm. so we'll see what God has but well after a second what about the young women's prom event no like that one's that's different mm-hmm. yeah that's different but like just booking clients yeah wow yeah it's exciting I can't wait to see what it is and if it's pregnancy I'm betting on it <laughs> There's a video of Brett and Princess. Uh, They're doing like a mukbang and he said that she was pregnant and then she just so happened to be pregnant with Ezekiel. Oh my God. So that when they did like another mukbang later, he was like, Princess is pregnant, everybody, and I knew it. Oh my God. <clears throat> so we'll come back to this footage, yeah. Watching the episode comes and you're going to tell them what it was why god told you to stop doing makeup mm-hmm. oh 
that's very it's going to unfold in front of everyone yeah that's very exciting but god is good we just have to lean on him during yeah. all those times and so we love you guys so much don't forget to follow us on all of our social media um everything is going to be linked down below but all of our social links tiktok instagram everything is at the soul runner podcast so we will see you guys next time bye